Welcome back to Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You. I am your host, Alejandra Vivanco. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to subscribe and share the podcast if you haven't already, and also make sure to follow me on Instagram at alevivanco29 for more. Today is the last day of the midweek devotional of the book of Proverbs. Please, if you're interested, just pick up a Bible. You can look online if you want to, you know, try to get something out of what the Bible says. I encourage you to read and then it will apply in your life. The reason why I picked only three, because usually I try to do a couple of weeks of the midweek devotional, is because it kind of repeats itself in different words, but the same message kind of stands. So Proverbs 3, I think it's my favorite because it kind of condenses what we have been talking about for the last couple of days. And overall, what I've been listening to for a while, like I hear people talk about this particular book. And it really does apply. The more you kind of align yourself with God, it applies into your life. So it says, wisdom bestows well-being. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. For they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. I'm going to pause here because it speaks so well of my experience and the experience of other people that I've seen. I like to listen to people like Charles Stanley, for example, who really, when you listen to him, and I invite you to check out his YouTube page, he is he has passed away, but his lectures live on. When you listen to him, you want to be in his position emotionally, mentally, as in, he, there's a deeper understanding in his words, in him, when he communicates the word of God and how he talks about it, that I wish I had. And probably it comes over time when we align ourselves with God. And what I have discovered is that to be faithful to God, to have faith in God, to trust in God is very hard. Especially when you have grown up thinking that you have control over everything. And if you don't have control over things, it's your fault and things will fall apart. So kind of letting go of that controlling grip is really a challenge. Because what God asks is for us to have faith. Now, when things are going well, yes, we can have faith. But when things are going bad... That's when you have to have faith. And that's when you are tested. And there is this deep, deep understanding that some people have, like Ian Lavanzant, like Charles Stanley. And I just named them because I know I've listened to them and I, I've, I've read Ian Les books. So I understand what they're talking about. But this deep, deep, deep rooted love for God that even when things go bad, you can just say, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death and I will fear no evil and things will be okay, regardless of what's happening. But there is this trust that it's just way, way, way below everything. It's kind of like in the foundation. And that is what God wants from us. That's why when people come into faith, or when they uh, accept Jesus as the, their Lord and Savior, for example, 
things go bad in your life, like chaos ensues. But why is that? Because what God wants is for us to have faith and trust that everything will be okay. It's not like he's punishing us. He wants us to just lean on him. And the only way we can actually lean on him is to go through challenges and have no other choice but to lean on him. You can cry, you can kick, you can scream, but never let go of his hand and he will pull you out of the valley. And remember, once you begin to encounter troubles when you come into the faith, you know that the demons and Satan are all just riled up thinking, "Uh uh-oh, we are losing another one. We wanted that person to go to hell. That soul was supposed to be ours. And now we got to go and try to entice them back to anger, resentment, so they can let go. That's what happened to Job. And that, that will happen to you. But God is saying, do not fear and just trust in me because I will make it happen. And that, underneath that, means that we don't have 100% of control of what happens. And there is this balance of it's nice to know that and at the same time it's so scary to know that because it's true. We cannot control everything, unfortunately. And this realization comes together and you get out of that. What you get out of that is that you have to pray. Prayer is so important. You wake up, you pray. Before you go to work or when you get to work, you pray. When you leave work, you pray. When you are going to go to bed, you pray. Pick times to pray. And it doesn't have to be that you have to say, Hail Mary's or Our Father's constantly. It's about opening up the communication line with God and telling Him, Hey, I'm here. Thank you. Because we take life for granted constantly. Because we think that, yes, we're just going to wake up and be healthy. Yes, we're going to wake up, be healthy, and have things to eat, have a roof over our heads. Our cars are going to work, or we're going to have money to go to the train or bus. Yes, we're going to have a job. Yes, we're going to get to our jobs safely, or get back home safely, or other people that we know are going to come home safely. We don't know. So we have to open ourselves up to the possibility that things may not go well, but we will always have God with us. And if we have God on our side, as in we have a relationship with him, then we are always going to have that good factor in our lives because God is good, the definition of the eternal good. Let's keep going. It says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Lean not on your own understanding. Why? Because the heart is deceitful and we don't know it all. The true wisdom comes from God. So when you are in 
the, in the middle of a, of a problem, pray. Ask God to guide you and trust that he will. Because it comes in, in two parts. There's, it's two part section. I will ask God something and I will trust that he will deliver what I need. This is not, I'm going to ask God and then I'm going to doubt him. Or this is not, I'm going to ask God and I want things to show up the way I want them to show up. Or I'm going to ask God and because he loves me and I love him, then I'm going to get what I want. No, this is not how it works. It works like this. I pray to God and I ask and then I just let it go because I trust in him, period. If it happens how I thought it was going to happen, then I was right-centered, aligned with God. We were both on the same page. If it doesn't happen how I think it was going to happen, then I wasn't aligned with God in thought. And so I follow whatever he throws at me. If I pray, pray, and pray, and there is no answer, that means that I got to get patience. I got to get some patience and understanding that things are not going to happen on my time and that there are things that take time to happen. But I will never stop trusting God because he loves me, period. But when things don't go the way we want them to go, the devil is ready to rock and roll. And he says, well, see, God is not giving you what you want. But you worship him. But they told you to trust him. And then he tries to pull you away from the relationship with the eternal good. Those are the tests. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because when we are afraid, we let go. No, it's when we are afraid that we should, we should hold on even tighter to God. God will not leave your side. Now, you can have times where you doubt, when you are in fear, and you say, oh my God, I don't think this is going to happen. You know what? I was wrong. Maybe I should turn away from him. Those are the times where you need to hold on tighter and you need to check yourself and say, even though things are not going the way I think they should go, I wanted them to go, I believe they should be, I will hold on tighter to God, period. Because I'm not going to lean on my own understanding because my heart is deceitful. The flesh is weak. Hold on to God. When in doubt, hold on to God. When you're sure, hold on to God. When you're happy, hold on to God. When you're sad, when you're angry, when you are in pain, when you are crying, hold on to God. That is what he is saying 24-7. Hold on to me. Because we don't know, but he does. He does. He says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will be brim over the new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Again, honor the Lord with your wealth, meaning that be charitable, help other people, do not hold on tight, 
the God, sorry, the Lord will giveth and he will taketh. So share what you have with your brother and sister. Be kind with them. If you have extra, if you don't have extra, at the very least, share your time. Because we need to help one another. There is a great song that we sung in the church like a month ago. Love one another like I have loved you. Love one another, says the Lord. You can look it up. If you love one another like I have loved you, love one another, says the Lord. That's all he asks. And don't worry about money. And that is one of the biggest challenges I find is that people worry so so much about money that they are so focused on money. And I was one of those people. Pray. I know it sounds odd to some. Pray. Don't stop praying. You have nothing, nothing to lose. Pray. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and in in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. By wisdom the Lord laid the earth's foundations. By understanding he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge the watery depths were divided and the clouds let drop the dew. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. Do not withhold goods from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. Do not plot harm against your neighbor who lives trustfully near you. Do not accuse anyone for no reason when they have done you no harm. Do not envy the violent or choose any of their ways. For the Lord detests the perverse but takes the upright into his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. I am so glad that I get to share this with you. I would have never thought that I would be sitting down and reading the Old Testament and the New Testament that I do on Sunday and share this with you. So please never stop praying because God is willing to guide you. You just have to open up the door for him to come in. You have to give God space so God can act in your life properly. If you don't give him space, then he cannot do anything for you because you have to want to be in relationship with him. It's a two-way street. He can knock on your door 
all the time he does. But if you don't open, not even the window, then what are we doing? Why are we upset at him when we are the ones not wanting him to come in? Regardless of what's happening in your life, trust in the Lord. And it's tough and it's challenging, but once you begin to understand what really trust and faith are, your life will change. Again, this is Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You, Midweek Devotional, and I'll see you next time. Bye.